you for listening to the Real Estate Real Podcast. Here is your host, Adam Ashba. All right. Thank you for checking in this week's Realtors Tip Podcast. This is Adam Ashba on Real Estate Real Podcast. I am your host, and we had a message from a viewer about more information about what earnest money is and how that affects them in the home buying process. So stay with us on this week's Realtors Tip. All right. Well, earnest money. What is it? How does it affect you as the buyer? Uh, we had a listener, viewer, who was an agent who asked the question about earnest money. They were a newer agent. They didn't understand what it was. Is it important? Should the, they have their clients provide earnest money when they purchase a home? So let's talk a little bit at first about what earnest money is. Earnest money is basically a, a deposit, possibly refundable, when you purchase a home. And uh, the, the metaphor that I usually use at the brokerage is think of it like it's a tip when you go to a restaurant and you want to, um, you know, the waitress or waiter brings out the food and you eat it and you get your bill. Um, if you don't tip, it's kind of crappy if you don't, right? But it's not against the law if you don't, but you really should. It just shows that you mean business, you're very interested in the property. Um, now, earnest money is, uh, is in the form of a check that is given to um, the agent from the buyer. Now, in our market, earnest money checks are held with the buyer's agent. Now, with the letter of the law, with the Division of Real Estate here in Ohio, it basically says the earnest money check will be held to whoever was stated in the contract. Now, again, in our market, the uh, earnest money is held by the buyer's agent. However, if a seller requires the buyer that they hold onto that check personally in their own personal bank account, which I'm talking about the seller's personal bank account, if all parties agree, then that's okay. It doesn't have to be held by the buyer's agent, but it's just typical that that's, that's the way it's handled. Um, now, earnest money, I've only had a few times in my real estate career that, that a buyer has lost their earnest money. Now, how can a buyer lose their earnest money? Uh, well, a a few things usually, and again, I want to preface, I'm not an attorney. If you want to consult a, a, with an attorney about legal matters, please do that. Um, I'm just a real estate broker, but ways that an, someone could lose their, their earnest money is basically if they're canceling uh, a purchase of a home for something outside of their contract. I had one situation, thank goodness it wasn't on our brokerage, but um, through a friend who was an agent, the person, their buyer that was buying a property, um, actually the night before they purchased, the couple broke up. 
And obviously, that was for personal reasons. That wasn't the seller's issue. And nowhere in the contract, they said they'd buy their house contingent if the couple broke up. So guess what? They lost, they lost their earnest money. And usually factors that are personal factors or uh, the, the person just got cold feet at the last minute. Uh, you know, within our brokerage, we always write our contracts contingent on inspection of the property and finance. Um, those are two things that we, uh, as agents at my brokerage, that we train our agents to put in their contracts to help protect the buyer. And when I say that, when I reference uh, contingent on inspection, which means buyers have the right to inspect the property. Okay, now I know they go out and take a look at it with the agent initially, but they have a right within a certain time window to get the house inspected with a, an inspector just to make sure they're getting what they think they're getting. And if they're not getting what they thought they were getting, if that makes sense, then they have a right to cancel the contract and get that earnest money back. Okay. Um, the second way that... Uh, that uh, that we do and we educate our agents at the brokerage is contingent on financing. So, for example, if you have a buyer that loves a house, they get it inspected, everything's great. However, the bank says, hey, listen, uh, I'm sorry, we can't give you that money to buy that house like we talked about. Well, you know, that's not the buyer's fault. You know, they, they intended to buy the home, but the bank said no, which means then they have a right to get their earnest money back. Okay, um, next question to piggyback on that is, well, how much typically is earnest money? Like, what's the dollar amount that my buyer should give to the seller? Well, there's no, there's no rules or there's no, you know, basically, there's, I always call it like rule of thumb. Um, some people will say, well, 1%. So if you buy a house for $300,000, 1% of $300,000 is $3,000. Now, in our market, and pretty typical in the Midwest, uh, any I've seen it anywhere from about $500 for a smaller home um, up to two or $3,000 for an average $300,000 house. The seller can request whatever they want as a earnest money deposit. Okay, so if a seller says, hey, I want to only... Uh, I, I want the buyer to give uh, a three to four thousand dollar earnest money deposit. They have every right to ask for that. Doesn't mean they're going to get it. That's something you might have to negotiate in the contract. Uh, another key point on earnest money is the earnest money is given at different times uh, during the process. Um, typically, we would do one of two ways. One is uh, once you go into like a handshake agreement between the buyer and seller at the very beginning of the process, that's when the buyer would turn over their earnest money check to the agent. Okay, or the second option is they will then give their earnest money check after they have inspected the property and they've agreed that they do want to continue pursuing it even after their inspection. There's no right or wrong reason. Uh, not one's better than the other. Um, but uh, those are kind of the two typical um, options uh, within within our market. Um, so 
Uh, with that being said, um, if you have any other questions about earnest money, please let me know. This is a great topic. Again, with earnest money, you don't have to give it up as a buyer. It's kind of courtesy. It shows that you're super interested and, and taken serious. And if you don't offer earnest money, then the seller has every right to ask you for it, and it might be more than you want to give. So a lot of times I tell my buyer's agent, please uh, you know, request, uh, you know, be the first to bear gifts than, than the opposite. So if you have any other questions like this, please hit me up below on the comment section. Like and subscribe if you're getting a lot of great content. If you have any other questions, again, just hit it in the comments and we'll cover it next week. Again, this is Adam Ashba. Thanks for listening to this podcast, Real Estate Real. Check us out on Facebook, Spotify, iTunes. We're out there. Let all your family and friends know. And we're glad to keep on pushing out some really good content to make our industry better. Again, this is Adam Ashba. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Estate Real. Check us out on all the major podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Like us on our fan page on Facebook at Real Estate Real and let everyone know that this is the best podcast in America.